This episode of the New Hampshire Business Show is sponsored by Everlasting Capital. If you're a small business and you need money and a bank won't give it to you, Everlasting Capital is here to help. In as quickly as a couple of days, you can have the funding your business needs for new equipment or anything else you could need the capital for. So submit your application today and see how they can help you out. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we're here again with Elaine Saunders of Dynamic Introductions. How's it going? It's going very well. How's it yes. going by you? I am doing fantastic. Um, so for those who maybe didn't listen to the last one or don't know who you are, give us a little bit about yourself. Okay, Chris. I am a living, breathing matchmaker, um, thriving in Nashua, New Hampshire, helping singles meet, um, taking the crazy out of dating by introducing them to other singles who are seeking relationships for love and romance, companionship, and the like. I run singles events and things of that nature. I've had people get married. I have people who live together. I have people who date. I have people who just have made a lot of good friendships and connections that way. So it's kind of like networking for singles, and you never know who you're going to meet. That's what I do. My name's Elaine, and I'm the matchmaker at Dynamic Introductions. So it's pretty good. Now, it actually, the timing worked out pretty good for this interview because tomorrow, uh, or today when you're actually listening to this, is Valentine's Day. <laughs> no way. You're kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so great timing, and it's kind of one of those days of the year where everyone's, it's kind of being shoved in your face, whether you're (laughs) dating somebody or not. Scrambling to buy chocolate, buying up the roses, go figure. Yeah, and people are like, it's like that day where it's socially acceptable to judge you, be like, oh, you don't have anyone today? (laughs) I bet Uh, that sucks. I think it's a little silly, but... So yeah, I'm having a big party Friday for anybody who's going to be drinking themselves silly because they don't have anybody tomorrow. <laughs> Friday, you can come to my hangover party. It's called the Valentine's Day hangover party. It's going to be a Friday um, Friday evening at Margarita's in Nashua. It's going to be fun. No, definitely. Fun. Now, actually kind of a good question. Um, do you get a lot of business leading up to Valentine's Day? You know, people who are worried about or stressing over the fact no, they don't I have think, anyone? I think um, people, it, you know, business is pretty consistent all year. Yeah. I mean, people, if they're coming out of a relationship, they are, you know, people come of age, they get divorced, people pass away, become single through all those different avenues um, at any given time throughout the year. I think, yeah, there is a little bit of an amp up to the, to the, you know, the holiday seasons, people do get a little extra anxious, but, um, and, but I, I try not to really, um, I, you know, maybe I should take advantage more, but I just don't. I feel like it's, uh, there's something to that. It just rubs me the wrong way. I really feel that. And the one thing I tell, I tell men like a month before Valentine's day, if they are dating someone, I'm like, you know, like buy the flowers today. Don't buy them next month. That's ridiculous. Buy the flowers now. Don't wait until Valentine's Day to buy flowers. You know, when they're obligatory, when you're obliged. But um, yeah, I guess, yeah, I do get a little uptick, but I, I try not to buy into it myself. I just think it should be every day. I'm, I'm a kind of hopeless romantic like that. I think love 
should be every day, every single solitary day, morning, noon, and night. Shouldn't have to, you know, throw it in somebody's face at CVS when you're walking down the aisle to buy into the, the hype. You know, it should be hyped up every day. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, it's kind of one of those things where I think religion's kind of the same way. You can go to church on Sunday or like, but just ignore it the rest of the week <laughs> type deal. Yeah, or like uh, they call it creasters for those who go on Christmas and Easter. You know, okay. where, where is everybody? Yeah, where is everybody every every other day of the year? Huh, that's interesting. So let's get into this since you're a matchmaker. Um, for people who are, let's say they're trying to find somebody, what's, what are some things they should be doing? Because I know we, we, I think we got into this a little bit last time, but you know, uh-huh. there's always new fresh ideas out there. And <laughs> Okay. Well, um, I think that a lot of people, um, I think that, you know, they, they just kind of like, just to be open-minded to meet people and get to know them and not be like zeroing in on the fluttering of the heart, the love at first sight, the weakening of the knees. Um, I, I think people are sorely missing the mark when they are either dating, whether it be online dating or meeting somebody face to face at a party. If they're not going weak need at first sight, they dismiss somebody really, really fast and they have no interest in getting to know them. And the truth is most people that are coupled up, if you were to ask them, most of them didn't really fall. A lot of them didn't fall for each other at first sight. They, you know, there was like what they call a, an exposure of effect of somebody that you got to know over time, repetitively, not really looking at them romantically at first, but, you know, kind of getting to know piece by piece, little by little, and just somebody eventually kind of growing on you in a way, if that sounds, I know it sounds weird, like, like a fungus, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> not, but, but in a good way, a good fungus. <laughs> yeah, let's not equate those two things together. It's probably not a good way to look at relationships. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's, it's just that, you know, people expect, you know, to see fireworks and, you know, but if there's a, even like a remote, as long as you're not repulsed by somebody, if you're just okay with somebody, why not get to know them on a friendly basis? Why not? There's nobody in the wings at the moment. Why not get to know them better, right? Yeah. Okay. So, all right. I guess that's that's a really good point because that's kind of how it was for you know my wife and I, where we weren't like that when we were we first got to know each other. Now we were just kind of friends for a while. Yeah. Can I ask how you met each other? Is that too personal? No, blind date. Uh huh. Yeah. So two friends together. Yeah, it was a blind date that. uh, you know, didn't really go anywhere at first. We were kind of friends. And then later on down the road, um, we kind of just started hanging out and then just started dating. So, yep. you know, four kids later, we're doing pretty well. You know, it's weird, but I think back to some, like, even platonic friends I have that I, when I first met them, they might have even rubbed me the wrong way. And I was like, ugh, this person, I didn't particularly care for them because they just, struck me odd or just kind of they said something I maybe I didn't agree with like right off the bat and then I get to see them in action socially and got to know them better and all of a sudden I found them kind of like getting them 
and understanding them and just kind of, they just seem to be more and more appealing as a person. And now I'm like really close friends with them, you know? So it, it, like anything for that matter, you know, like even you have a taste in like some certain foods, the first time you taste it, you kind of go, ugh, you know, and, but if you have, you kind of taste it a few times, you like kind of, it starts to appeal to you. And I think the same thing goes with people and that can go for romance as well. Yeah. I don't know if that's, you know, so I think that's, I think people are missing the boat and they're just, you know, they're in, they're in swipe life, swipe <laughs> mode. They're, they're swiping left really fast. Yeah, that, know, is, fast, that is fast, 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 swipe right, swipe left, swipe right. And then once they've swiped right, you know, they're chatting with somebody or they're, but they're quick to swipe right on somebody else. Just keep swiping because there's more out there. Let's just keep going with this. You know, they don't take a breath to really get to know or cultivate anything with anybody. And, yeah, uh, I definitely agree with you on that one. Um, that's kind of sad. Yeah, technology technology is interesting. You know, it completely changes how the world functions in a way in the last, what, 100 years. Um, and relationships are drastically affected by this. So that's very interesting, you know, where everyone wants to make relationships easier. <laughs> or at least right, right. one. And you never get to the depth. You never get any to experience the depth of, you know, what we were really created to experience in, in a relationship with somebody. Yeah. Cause you know, like, like you said, swiping left or right is very different than sitting down, like out to drinks, talking to someone face to face, very different experiences. Right. You know, and then you have drinks with somebody and then the next thing you know, you're having drinks with somebody else. And three nights later, you're having drinks with somebody else. And yeah. Another weeks you're having drinks with somebody else you know it's just wouldn't it be nice to have you know drinks with somebody you had drinks with 30 years ago and now you haven't you're still having drinks with the same person and I don't know just something about consistency and having a history with somebody other than a two-week three-week history with them I don't know it's just uh nostalgia somebody you can't you know you're not building any nostalgia with somebody that you just wiped with uh two weeks ago yeah i definitely understand so we're rolling up on well we're supposed to be coming into spring here shortly but you can never tell in new hampshire with all the snow <laughs> but <laughs> i was doubling this morning i wasn't seeing any spring on my yeah. doorstep that's um, for sure but you know so this is kind of that season where like i said you have valentine's day and then you roll into the spring season and then it becomes summer so you have that pool season starting to kick off and how what are your views on dating this time of the year because i know last time we spoke it was more fall um so that changes things a little bit and then you know here comes summer where everyone's super conscious of themselves <laughs> well you know I, I think it's at a certain point you know people are either health conscious or they're not you know i mean some people are going to be year-round health conscious and or they're just, you know, health conscious for the, the season and then they just fall off the wagon again, I guess. So, um, and birds of a feather kind of flock together and then you have people that are just, this is what they're attracted to, you know, they're not going to date or go out with anybody who's, you know, weighs more than two ounces above, you know, what's considered normal in their head. So, but that's, that's, you know, what makes the world go around? Everybody has a type and their own, what they're attracted to and their comfort level and fitness level. And, 
you know, it's just uh, different strokes for different folks. That's what makes the world go around. If we were all the same, it would be a boring place. So I tell people, you know, you can't really, I, I don't berate anybody for what they what their preferences are. You know, I just I just have a problem with somebody who's um, very conscientious about somebody else's health and wellness when they're not really paying any attention to their own. That's kind of like a pet peeve of mine, and I come across that a lot as a matchmaker. They're looking for somebody. Yeah, oh yeah, they're looking for somebody who's a ten, but they're lucky to make it to a three on the scale of fitness or attractiveness. If that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, well, I definitely get it. Yeah, it's that's, that's my, yeah, yeah. That, that, that comes across my desk pretty often, and it's, the, like I said, it's a, it's a frustration. And it's, it's, it's pretty common with yeah. men and women, too. It's not just a gender, you know, it's not a gender thing. It's, it's in both directions. Yeah, I was actually about to ask it's you a hard conversation. It's a hard conversation for me to have with anybody. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you that because I hear it all the time online where it's typically men saying this about women, but I know it's probably the way around too. Do you, do you see it more often with one or the other? But you said it was kind of common. Um, it you know it's out there. It's just out there, and it doesn't. It's just probably never going to change. I mean, if someone's just really stuck on on you know finding their number ten, they want their ten. Um. I mean, I, it, it, this is a sad story, but I remember when I first opened my practice eight years ago, um, somebody I interviewed who is still kind of like kind of runs in the crowd that I run in, you know, so I've, I've made friends and, you know, socially kind of see some of the same faces over and over again. And, you know, a lot of people are in relationships that I met and I, I've helped them meet people or, and they found people on their own. Um, but there's somebody that I, it, it's really, really striking to me that when I met this person and we had a conversation about possibly working together and, and, and possibly helping this gentleman find somebody to spend his life with, or, you know, at least initially, obviously start dating in general. And, uh, his requirements for dating was somebody that was absolutely a 10 in looks and absolutely physically fit, thin, active. And the person I was looking at was, was quite the opposite, you know, in my opinion, you know, looks wise, maybe a five or less, like super average or whatever, just not movie star gorgeous, just average. He wasn't bad looking. He just wasn't super good looking, but the fitness level was like totally not good. I mean, obviously overweight, um, blatantly overweight, certainly had to be someone who overate and was inactive. And I called him on it and I said, how do you expect to attract someone that's super fit and active when you're not? And his um, response was that once he found his super fit person, that she was going to whip him into shape. She was going to show him how to eat well and drag him to the gym. And I pointed out to him, you know, women who, you know, fight for their fitness aren't generally out looking for a guy to drag along to the gym with them. They want somebody who's already at the gym. But he was insistent that he was going to meet somebody who was, you know, model gorgeous and, and who would help him in his, you know, his weight loss struggle. And sure enough, you know, I'm talking eight years later, nine years later going on, um, nothing's changed. He hasn't had a girlfriend. He has not had a girlfriend. He might, he might have gone on a few dates, but I don't even think much of that because the person he's looking for really doesn't exist. Yeah. So, what he checked. So it's a real... Practice. Yeah, it's a real diamond in the rough type thing where, you know, well, people where are you wants, find that? 
yeah, he really wants someone to, yeah, that wants to completely overhaul her partner. And you know, I don't think you're actually going to find someone that wants to put that much work in. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, and, and he's not a broke guy, you know, so like someone pointed out to me if he has enough money, but still, even so, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's what, what are you looking for? A, you know, a partner or a, an arrangement? You know, I don't, well, I don't... Do, do, do you want a partner or a personal trainer? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, so these are the things that, you know, yeah, when you ask that question as far as the spring is here, getting in shape, how does that look? How does it affect dating? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a pretty good input there. Cause I know that's something that comes up a lot, especially with, uh, I guess people who are single is worried about their looks, you know, that's naturally going to come up. Confidence becomes an issue, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Communication skills. Cause like I said, back to kind of what we were talking about with the technology, swiping left and right makes it very easy to accept um, being shot down because you don't have to see it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, you can be model gorgeous, but it's, it, you know, you get just swiped away anyway, you know? Because there's someone just as pretty on, on the next swipe, so it's it's a it's a it's a tough road out there. It's a tough road for anyone. Yeah. So someone, the good news is there's good people. You just have to be really persistent in your search. Yep. Or have someone help you. Exactly. You know, and, and it is. Uh, and and with me, I I call it it's a team effort. You know. Hmm, absolutely. So people that want to little learn a little more about you. Uh, maybe take part in your services and some of your events that you have coming up, how do they get a hold of you? They would um, call me first and foremost on my cell or text me at 603-262-1560. That's 603-262-1560. I have a website, which is www.dynamicintroductions.com. I do have a Facebook presence, um, Dynamic Introductions, and I have a meetup. Um, on meetup.com. Dynamic Introductions has a um, uh, 1,400 or over 1,400 members single in the area of Nashua and um, beyond on the Merrimack Valley of uh, New Hampshire and Massachusetts. We've had um, in the last eight years over a thousand events for singles, uh, things like hiking and biking and skating and movies and theater and music and dancing and dating and I have a party this Friday I think I might have already mentioned mm -hmm. for Valentine's Day for um, for an event that should be lots of fun at Margarita's in Nashua and that's it I'm pretty easy to find if you google matchmaker New Hampshire you're bound to see me there outstanding so, awesome yeah there you go Chris cool thank you so much for joining me today it's been a lot of fun yeah and I have an office on Amherst Street centrally located in beautiful North Nashua. Outstanding. Well, like I said, if anyone need help finding someone, Elaine's your girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, most people can find someone, but it's about finding the right person who won't drive you nuts. Well, I guess yeah. the most tolerable amount of nuts. Huh? <laughs> Is it the, most, the most tolerable level of nuts. Put it this way it's a job i mean people if you know who are single are looking they will tell you it is quite an effort just to, to find people to date you know yeah so, definitely so it depends on how much time you have on your your hands and how much patience <laughs> so 
Oh, that's awesome. Have okay. neither time nor patience. Give Lainey a call. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, you have a great day, and uh, I'll talk to you later. Okay, Chris. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. And thank you all for listening. Um, hope everyone has a great day. Be good, and I'll talk to you next time.